From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to your Wednesday edition of Game Time, your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a, uh, a brand new day. Everybody has their own way of getting ready. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a coffee guy in the morning, but I think Ward's on his 14th Red Bull. I mean, everybody's got to get their energy. First. Oh, it's your first. Okay. Well, maybe I exaggerated a little bit. First of 14. Uh, or the first that we have seen. Mm. So First in studio. Yeah, there you go. Uh, everybody doing okay? Yes. See, I, I, I went a little different today. You doing all right, Ryan? I'm doing well today, Tom. All right, here mm-hmm. we go. We got uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to do today. Uh, we're going to talk some Baylor, Oklahoma State, Big Twelve football. We're going to talk some Cowboys in Washington today. Uh, Josh Neighbors is going to join us and uh, get us get us up to speed on what's going on around the Big Twelve. I was looking today, uh, this morning. Ward, have you had a chance to just kind of go through this week's Big Twelve schedule? Yes. It, there are, I mean, every game is interesting. For there's a storyline with every game. It seems. I mean, you know, uh, what is it? Iowa State and KU. I think. Can Iowa State bounce back? Can KU keep it rolling? KU's at home. I mean, you know. Uh, keep waiting for that Kansas shooter drop, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's just there's a lot of interesting. 12 this week I mean there's you know West Virginia's on the road they're at Texas how do the horns respond can West Virginia keep it going uh you know there's there's you know is this you know how how far does this game with Baylor and Oklahoma State go in deciding the Big 12 Conference Championship uh who's Oklahoma got Oklahoma has TCU TCU yeah, so you know what do you, what do we make of of Oklahoma and what do we make of TCU? I mean, because we're still relatively early in the season. There's there's just a lot of great storylines. Uh, who does Kansas State have? I didn't even look. Texas Tech. Yeah, and that is in Manhattan, isn't it? You know, is it a big high, big low thing for the Red Raiders? Was that step one in in you know? Same you know, thing for Kansas State. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they, they went on the road and, you know, you know, is it is it a yo-yo for, for Kansas State? You, you're, you're down with a loss to Tulane. And I don't care what Tulane's record is. You play Tulane at home. And then you're up when you go on the road and, and beat Oklahoma. Who does that? I mean, who does that? And then now you've got Texas Tech. I mean, wow. I, it's To me, it's a – this is a fascinating week in Big 12 conference football. And you can't say that every week. Every I mean there's, you know, there's there's weeks where it's, you know, it's just you know, 
I was, I was going to say just an average week. There's no such thing as an average week in college football anymore uh, because of the transfer portal, quite frankly, and other things. But to me, I think this is a fascinating week. So uh, it'll be fun to go through it with, uh, with Josh Neighbors, and we'll do that at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. Now, and, and then, you know, on, on the Division three front ward, Mary Harden Baylor. I mean that was that was an emotional win. That was that was that was a win. They went on the road and you know they were in a dogfight early and and then took care of business. Conference I, championship. Yeah, I I think yeah I think we all agreed last week that that was that was the game. You circled that one and you won by thirty. Mm-hmm. Now how does he get them up and ready to go on Saturday? Or do you just say hey we're more talented than you? We're going to just go play better than you. We don't have to have a ton of emotion in this one. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can play the game without emotion. And we're going to we're going to see how they respond mm-hmm. on Saturday against the Austin College Kangaroos. Is that a day game? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. So there you go. That's their no. It's not. It'd be their second day game. They played a day game at Whitewater. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it'd be their first day game at home. Right, And I think the weather's going to cooperate. How about the weather this morning? Nice. 59 again. Unbelievable. I just wanted to, and I'm going to tell you right now, the sun is on the rise. It's a beautiful morning in the heart of Texas. So there you go. So we got a lot to get to today, and it should be a lot of fun. Anything exciting out of the ordinary happen in your world? Because we live vicariously through you guys. <laughs> you do anything fun i uh, worked on my boards <laughs> and i know that's fun to you but uh all right so you're getting your spotting boards ready for you got two games mm-hmm. i asked ryan i said hey young kid you got your boards <laughs> ready he goes i ain't got a game <laughs> there you go so university is off this week so and we're gonna be and i'm excited we're gonna we get to go to colleen and mm-hmm. see the new uh, the new stadium on the on the uh, campus of Chaparral High School. Look forward to seeing that and very nice and uh, checking out the new the new digs there and and uh, calling the Harker Heights and and Waco game. So uh, not Harker Heights. I'm sorry, LSA. <laughs> they're not they're not playing not heights. playing Heights. Somebody else is. That'd be Midway. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah the Panthers of Midway play Harker Heights in a, a big game. Uh, that is. Keep it rolling. Can uh, can the Panthers keep that thing, you know, rolling down the track after getting the win against Hutto? So, uh, we'll, and I talked to uh, Shane Anderson this week about the, that very thing. You'll hear hear his response later in the week on the uh, Midway Coaches Show. So, uh, we'll, we'll we've got that for you. What do we got? 32, 32 coaches shows. Is that, was that the final count that we that we do between ESPN? In our sister station, Fox Sports, is it yes. 32, Ward? Yes. Wow. That keeps us a little little busy. Keeps mm-hmm. us hopping around here. So, All right, so that's uh, that's what we got for you. And, and you know what? It, this is what I love about this time of the year. This is what I love about the school year, actually. I mean, when you get one rolling, then the next one's just about ready to get going as well. We are... 40 days? 40, yes. 40 days from the start of the college basketball season for Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears. 40 days. November 7th. 
And I guess I, I'm a little little curious. It may be that ESPN tip-off classic or whatever where they've got, what, 87,000 games in a 24-hour window or something like that. But they play at 11 o'clock on a Monday. 11 a.m. on a Monday against Mississippi Valley State. So I'm guessing it's that ESPN thing. But uh, Scott Drew met with the media the other day, and, and he was asked, you know, what were some of the early goals for his basketball team? First, as a coach, uh, um, you got to get that chemistry and, and find out who plays well with who and so you can figure out rotations. Uh, and then uh, you want to get them in, in shape enough that uh, uh, when the first couple games come, they're able to uh, not have fatigue be a factor. Uh, and then uh, with that, every team is different as far as uh, strengths and weaknesses. And as a coach, adjusting what we do offensively or def- defensively uh, to put them in the best positions to be successful that's what makes uh, coaching so fun and then uh, you do that all prayerfully no one gets injured so that uh, uh, you can make sure that everyone has good chemistry and rhythm going into season Scott your two uh, D1 transfers how do you all right so that uh, that was that was Scott Drew uh, meeting with the media you know what and look what he said is a thousand percent correct with his team but you know what I found interesting is if you would have closed your eyes and not and, and and you didn't know Scott Drew's voice, that could have been a football coach talking about the start of his season, a baseball coach. T- you know, it, he talked about chemistry, uh, who plays well with who. The only the only word that was kind of in there that that's kind of a basketball term when it comes to sports is rotation. You know, but uh, he's right. I mean. Well, you could you you know on a football field when when they have player personnel packages, uh, you know what groupings play well together, kind of determines who's who's on the field with who. Oh, there's no doubt you've got to be able to have that, and sometimes you have it before the first game. A lot of times you have it as you go through the first few games of your schedule. Yeah, well, you know nobody gets to play a scrimmage. You, you know, you're not loading up on the bus and going, you know, 30 miles down the road for a scrimmage. You don't have preseason games. You have non-conference games. But sorry, those non-conference games count. They count. You can say they don't, but they do. They count. So you're right. Sometimes you're, you're, you're a couple of games into your season before you kind of get things figured out. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just part of it and you know like scott said that's coaching so i uh, excited to see what uh, what coach collins does with with her team and and, and what coach drew does as uh, basketball gets going here in about uh, well early october uh, early november i'm sorry early november uh the um the bears and uh well in um, both the men's and the women's team i started to say lady bears but uh, the Bears, uh, both men's and women's teams, will get going in early November. So look forward to that. All right, 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, if you missed anything today or yesterday on the, on the, uh, on the uh, John Moore Show or Matt's program, you can, uh, you can go check it out on the, uh, on the uh, website, SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. So you can check that out. And uh, if you missed any of the interviews or anything of that nature. All right, we got clear skies, expecting uh, more clear skies throughout the day. 63 right now. How about that? How about 63 degrees? Uh, Need to break out the jacket. 
expecting well i wouldn't i wouldn't get too crazy with that <laughs> 92 for the high today so and then the high tomorrow 89 football friday ward whites 86 mm-hmm. degrees with a nighttime low of 52 like it now we're getting into mm-hmm. some football weather. Well, we should. It's halfway through the season. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, halfway through the high school regular season anyway. All right, 7-12. Let's, uh, let's get to this. Let's do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day. Aaron, are you a sushi guy? Negative. There's an awesome invention called fire, and it does a really great job of cooking things and making them taste uh, great and killing yeah. bacteria and parasites and things that raw yeah. food may contain. Oh, it's kind of fun to say those things when a guy's just told you he can <laughs> soup some sushi. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head out to the Real Texas Gun Show at Harker Heights Event Center October 1st and 2nd. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, October 1st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, October 2nd from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. 
What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Bears and the Oklahoma State Cowboys coming up on Saturday. Good morning. Welcome back into game time, 717. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. If uh, you're about to get out and about drive safely, you may, seriously, you may want to grab a little light jacket that you can just throw in the backseat of the car once once the day gets going because it is going to be 92, but right now about uh, 62 degrees in Central Texas. Baylor, uh, and I didn't realize this, Ward, you know, you, you just kind of get caught up in, in in doing what you do, but Baylor's won nine straight at McLean Stadium. They have played well at home, uh, and they're looking for number 10 when, when the Cowboys come into town on, on Saturday. That's pretty impressive, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the 12th longest streak. Uh, in the in the nation, but nine straight at home. So uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Dave Aranda again uh, meeting with the media on Monday. He he talked about playing green and in you know obviously that means playing fast. The coach's eval of the game I thought went really strong. I think we're really working on doing simple better and looking at things that uh, you know we we've got to be able to get um, to the point to where we can play green and do all the things we talk about in the hardest, toughest, you know, most uh, competitive moments. And I think that there continues to be a push for that. And I think the ability to be to be patient and to be able to meet our players where they're at. The simple, faster piece of that, Ward, I mean, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but, and again, I think what he's talking about is the – being able to just do it without thinking about it. Just basic stuff that you just go and and, and it's just a football reaction and not, oh, what do I do here? And, and when you can do that, you know, I guess almost subconsciously, then then you can crank it up a gear. Well, yeah, I mean, but you have to make the right read. You can't just go out there and, and, and play fast and be in the wrong place. So it's it's a read and react deal. You've got to know – where your fits are and be able to read 
And once you get that down, because you do know what you're doing because of what the reed's telling you, then you are playing fast, and you and you need to you need to play. You know, one of the things we always talked about is defensively you play downhill, and if you can get to where you're playing downhill, you're playing fast, and, and you can you can make some things happen to the offense. Cowboy quarterback is Spencer Sanders, and one of the things that that Oklahoma State is doing now is playing even faster than they have been. I mean, they've, they've cranked it up a gear. And it all begins, I guess, at that quarterback spot. And he's got to be able to put everybody in the right spot and uh, and get things going. Because if you don't, it could be like a fire drill. And you see guys, you know, false start penalties, all kinds of stuff. But this is a guy that's a veteran guy, and he's really a good football player. He is. He, he doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. He doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot. Uh, and he knows this offense, and that's the biggest thing. He knows the offense. Is it Baylor's offense against Oklahoma State's defense, or is it Oklahoma State's offense against Baylor's defense? Uh, you, you know, I, I don't. I don't know that you could. Yeah, you could say either or. I know. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking about that uh, last night and this morning. I mean, what's this? What's these two? These are pretty. At least it appears that these are two pretty evenly matched football teams. Mm-hmm. That uh, that you know they're 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 both really good good football teams, and you just wonder what what this one comes down to, you know. And I know you can say who, who makes the fewer mistakes. No, I mean seriously, what does it come down to? What does what does Baylor have to do to win the game? What does Oklahoma State have to do to win the game? I think for one thing, for the Cowboys, they've got to try to take Baylor's crowd out of the game. And you have if you have early success, you can you can kind of do that. I think for Baylor, I, I think just continue to be patient. I mean, this is a team, you know, that that doesn't get in a hurry. They do not get in a hurry, and and I I, I like the way they go about their business. Uh, you know, they're 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 just they they play the game the way that their personnel allows them to play the game. And I think they're starting to kind of figure things out in in that regard. Yeah, they want to set the tempo and and they want to slow things down and chew up the clock and and do those type of things. But they're not, you know, they're not against explosive plays either. No, I, I no, you're right. I mean, but I mean, they're not they're not trying to snap the ball in three seconds. You know, no, that's not. not that's not their mo. I mean, no, but and that's you know, Oklahoma State this year have taken the up up tempo and they're gonna try to get as many snaps in a game as they possibly can. And so, you know, Baylor's going to have to figure out a way defensively to to get off the field and, and not let them be able to, to do that as much. Because if they don't, by the fourth quarter, you'll see that start wearing on the Bears. Well, and again, you know, Spence, uh, Spencer Sanders can be a dual threat for them. He's thrown it 95 times. So, you know, that's what, th- 32 times a game or, or whatever the case may be. And then in the run game, he is, he's the second leading rusher uh, having gained 125 yards, you know, and that's only, only Richardson's got more. So, I mean, he's a guy that can do something, but if you, if you have an incomplete pass and it's second and 10, that's a great way to slow down that Cowboy up-tempo offense. If they have success on first down, boy, they are – it appears that they're going to crank it up and get this thing – try to get this thing going as fast as they can. And, you know, they – and we'll see how that works for them. So, 
Is first down the key to Baylor's defense? I think it's third down. You got to get off the field. I just I think it's third down no matter what. They're going to go fast unless you force them into a situation where they can't go fast. So, um, you know, it is when they start chewing up a little bit of yardage, it will pick up the tempo even more, Mm -hmm. but they're still going to go fast. So you've got to get off the field on third down. Third downs are huge. And I'm, 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 I just, I think first down for me, I mean, if if you can, if you can force them into incompletions, you know, put a little pressure or whatever the case may be and, 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 and force an incompletion on first down, if they throw it on first down, then, then you can, that helps you, that helps you in your substitution pattern. Plus it can get, get the, get them into a second and long situation. So I, I don't know. We're going to find out. And I, I think, I think Saturday is going to be fun. You know, and a lot of times when you have games that are big and they're hyped up and all that kind of stuff, they don't live up to it. But I really think that these are two really well-coached football teams, really two good football teams, and and I think this has the makings to be a fun one. So we'll find out on Saturday when we begin our coverage at 10.30 Saturday morning. 10.30 Saturday morning with Game Day Live. Uh, Matt Mosley will join us, and we'll be out at uh, Touchdown Alley. Uh, and uh, we're brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun on Saturday morning, 1034 Game Day Live, the kickoff at 2.30 Saturday afternoon at McLean Stadium. All right, 725, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Let's uh, get a word on the Cowboys. Christy Scales has got today's Cowboy Report. It's brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out at richardcarr.com. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The attention showered upon Micah Parsons means that the true heartbeat of the defense is often overlooked. Coordinator Dan Quinn tells you who it is right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Demarcus Lawrence was the defensive star for the Cowboys in the Monday night win over the Giants, registering three sacks. While Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs grabbed the headlines, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn says D-Law is the heart of the team. I was really pleased with, uh, with D-Law. I know some people thought he was a forgotten man around here. I promise you, inside this building, that man is not forgotten, and around the league, he is not. So there's the things that show up on the stat sheet, and then the things that are harder to show up on the stat sheet but are super important to us as coaches is that leading and uh, showing a young player this is how we do it here. The pass rush could feast again Sunday as the commanders come to town. Carson Wentz was sacked nine times in their loss to Philly. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. 
The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special, a Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Rookie Josh Young blasted two home runs in the Rangers' 5-0 win over the Mariners. Game two of that four-game series tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat Arizona 10-2 for win number 102 on the season. The two-game series continues tonight in Houston. Aaron Judge is still a home run shy of Roger Maris, but the Yankees beat the Blue Jays 5-2 to claim the championship of the American League East. Over in the National League, the Cardinals took the Central Division title with a 6-2 win over Milwaukee. The Memphis basketball team has been put on probation for three years following an NCAA investigation into four level two violations and five level three violations. The Tigers are still eligible for the postseason. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up Sunday, high noon, Cowboys and Washington. Boy, what a, you know, the NFC East has some outstanding rivalries. Uh, And I I guess it it just goes back to the 60s in, in some cases, but this is one of the fun ones, too. I mean, you go back to Tom Landry versus George Allen. Did that get any better? 
I mean, George no, Allen. It's not the same now anymore, no, it's though, not. unfortunately. And that, that just burns me. Well, I think part of it is you have players that move within the That's league. That's exactly what it is. It's that free agency ruined the rivalries. Yeah. I mean, you had guys that, that hooked up with the team and stayed with that team their entire career. The other guy hooked up with that team and stayed with that team his entire career. And they built up some true animosity. I mean, yeah, you George didn't have Allen jerseys exchanged at midfield. No, after does that a game. not wear you out? Yes. If you got your butt beat, what are you doing exchanging a jersey and signing it and all that garbage? Get your tail in the locker room. You just lost a football game, and then they're out there loving on each other. I yeah, no, that I'm with you on that one. That that bothers the heck out of me. Quit doing that. See, you just, I was having a good morning until you brought that stuff up. It, but isn't that ignorant? Yeah, I don't like it. I, I mean, mean, what are you doing? It's just where we are now. You know, it's different, just, different attitude. You know, I, I don't even think there is still some sports rivalries out there with the fans. Yeah. There's no doubt. I don't know that the Washington Dallas is like it used to be. I think it's more Dallas Philadelphia now. I agree. I mean, because Washington's been so bad, you've just dominated them. But well, re- that- remember when George Al- George Allen he had true hate for the Cowboys. It drove him nuts that they called Dallas America's team, and and you know he he literally. If if they won two games all year, he wanted those two games to be Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a, he had true hate for the Cowboys, didn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, and it was a great robbery. I mean, it, it and it was fun. I mean, it was physical, and they they got after it. It was fun to watch because you knew they didn't like each other. Well, and as as a young Cowboy fan, you were the same. You were in the same boat. Yeah, you didn't like them. Mm-mm. They didn't like your guys. So if they didn't like your guys, you didn't like them. But not that way anymore. Let's play 60 minutes and then let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I mean, I don't know. That's It, it is weird how they, how they do that. Uh, still no Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones talking, uh, talking with the guys on KRLD FM in the Metroplex said that Dak could be another week or two. I think his progress is nothing short of amazing. Uh, Now, progress has everything, uh, including the definition for Dak, of the ability to be able, with uh, firm strength, grip the football so that you can throw the football. He's not doing that. Uh, But as far as uh, his ability to potentially function in a couple of weeks or a week or ten days or two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, uh, I don't think you could ask for a better result. The type of injury it is, uh, he'll be able to play uh, within a week or two. He'll be able to, and uh, from the standpoint of risk to the injury, it's a question of whether or not he'll be able to uh, grip and throw the ball, and we don't know that. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I think he can play in 10 days. What is Jerry, it? GM, head coach, head trainer. Medical advisor. But, I mean, he was all over the map. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. When is he not all over the map? <laughs> Just, I, I mean, this is a surprise to you? Well, no. I mean, but 
uh, you would think at some point it, he would speak with somebody, maybe Dak, maybe the medical people, and and uh, circle the wagon and find out, you know, when. He doesn't have to. He's the medical guy. Oh, yeah? Okay. He's the trainer. He's the head coach. He's the OC, DC. He's like, take a shot and get back out there, guy. I mean, I don't know. Uh, now, you know, last week, was it last week? Yeah. Last week, Jones talked about, you know, hey, I like a quarterback controversy. Well, to yesterday, he's kind of pumping the brake. Yeah, well, let's put it like this. I think uh, if everybody stops and thinks uh, that you want your quarterback to be able to come in, and when you lose your starter, you want your quarterback to be able to come in. And uh, like I said, not miss much of your offense, miss much of your ability to win the game. We have that. That's exactly what uh, you would hope to be. You can't find these things out, though, until uh, – uh, uh, the backup gets in and gets when the bullets are flying and get a chance to uh, uh, show what he can do. We're showing that. Uh, we're buoyed by, the, buoyed by this. The team is inspired by this. I'm inspired by it. And uh, it's uh, uh, just like we uh, had hoped would happen if uh, uh, Dak lost some play time. So, in other words, the um, that preseason thing, was <laughs> it didn't mean anything. You don't find out until you until you get him in the game. Well, you had him in three preseason games, but clearly it's just like you talked about yesterday that you didn't see any of that. And, no, and there, there was not an inkling of this. No. And again, he's 90% of the players he was playing with in preseason aren't a part of this team and certainly aren't a part of the starting well, round. And that, that could have something to do with it, but I mean, I mean, some of the throws that he was making in preseason had nothing to do with any of the players on the field because it wasn't even close to some of them. So, I mean, it just, again, going into these two games, if you lined up all the backups, he would be number 32 in line. Well, and, and, and again, if you're and honest. And that's based on what he did in the preseason. And no history and all that stuff. One game, Minnesota, I get, yeah, I get all that. And we all, I mean, I think everybody felt like, uh-oh, this team is in trouble. Well, I didn't think they'd win a game. And here they wrong. have. They won two. They've won two, and you got to think that their personnel. But it, but also something interesting that he said, you know, he he stepped in and the offense didn't change a bit and we just kept on moving and he's done a great job. That's not true. That is the furthest thing from the truth that could be because this offense did change. The way they approached the game, the way – that Kellen Moore has called the game is absolutely, totally different than he did when Dak Prescott was in the game. Not even close. So don't tell me it didn't it didn't miss a beat. Well, to, and, but to, it works. It works. And maybe Kellen Moore needs to keep that seatbelt on when Dak gets back because it wasn't working before. Now I will tell you this, and, and we'll hear from Mike McCarthy next hour. But Mike McCarthy said basically exact same thing that Cooper Rush has operated the offense without the offense having to change. That he's got the entire playbook and that's what okay. they what they and again he's telling well, the media that we don't And know they're what, blowing smoke because put the film on and it's not the same offense. Well the trickeration stuff certainly is not there. I no, mean, the way they're scheme blocking up front's not the same either. Well that that may have something to do with trying to get some some new personnel into the game. I I don't know about about I don't watch as closely 
the offensive line. Uh, it's kind of hard to see, you know, when the camera's following the football. Uh, but none of us, to the, to the point that we were making, none of us felt like this team was in a good position and a comfortable mm-hmm. position with Cooper Rush at quarterback. You can't say you were. You were not. Nobody was. I mean, everybody was like, oh, wheels are off. Season's done. Uh, how many, you know, how, how many losses before Dak can get back? It, all that conversation was going on. And this guy has stepped in and has played well. And he's played far beyond anybody's expectations. Now, the Cowboys will tell you we knew it all along. That's why we didn't go out and get somebody. They're they're lying. <laughs> you know, we knew what we had in Cooper Rush. They hoped they had something in Cooper Rush. Well, you just heard Jerry Jones say, you yeah, don't find out well, until you well, get on the field. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So which one is it? <laughs> you know, which one is it? Is it we we you know we we know what we got or we we hope we got something in them? You know, but I, I think it does allow you to 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 feel a little bit better about the rehabilitation of Dak's hand and, and Cooper Rush, quarterback in the football team. But you know, you made a good point about film. The more film they get on Cooper Rush, the more defenses can find tendencies and weaknesses and things like that that they can go attack. So we'll see how it goes. But you got to think that that they can get this one done Sunday against Washington. You would think uh, how these two teams match up personnel-wise, you would think Dallas is at home is a far better football team than Washington is. And that would get him to 3-0 and as a starting quarterback, which is – He's already three and zero. I'm talking about this year. I put. I'm not putting. You you can talk about that Minnesota game a year ago all you want to, but I'm talking about this 22 football season the Cowboys are playing, and he's won two games, and they're two and one, and they got a chance to go three and one when they play Washington Sunday at home at noon, and we'll have the game beginning at 11 o'clock. All right, uh, 7:42. We are 18 away from 8 o'clock. Hope you're having a good morning, Tom, Ward, and Ryan. This is game time, and we're in the Allen Samuels studios. We're presented by Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Rush, play fake, bootleg to the right. Only heard here. Look at the throw the end zone. All season. That is Noah Brown with his first NFL touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Commanders Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Housing lender. 
Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family, whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties. Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer. Featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store. 9230 China Spring Highway and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash texasortho. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Barria menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Rookie Josh Young blasted two home runs in the Rangers 5-0 win over the Mariners. Game two of that four-game series tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat Arizona 10-2 for win number 102 on the season. The two-game series continues tonight in Houston. Aaron Judge is still a home run shy of Roger Maris, but the Yankees beat the Blue Jays 5-2 to claim the championship of the American League East. Over in the National League, the Cardinals took the Central Division title with a 6-2 win over Milwaukee. The Memphis basketball team has been put on probation for three years following an NCAA investigation into four level two violations and five level three violations. The Tigers are still eligible for the postseason. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service and Good Feet. All right, 747, 13 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. I, I don't know if you saw this. It's just, I, I, heck, I didn't even know what was going on, Ward, until uh, uh, until I read it this morning. But uh, a uh, lengthy meeting occurred yesterday among the College Football Playoffs Management Committee as they still try to uh, determine if the playoff can expand to 12 teams in 2024. Uh, you know, that according to Bill Hancock. So uh, they met for like seven or eight hours, and they're going to meet a couple more hours today. But they're saying there's several things that they're they're looking into. One of the things that they talked about, and by the way, the FBS commissioners in, in Notre Dame, uh, AD, make, you know, are, are part of these meetings. And, and, and again, they got a, couple, a two-hour meeting coming up today. Then they'll meet uh, in mid to late October, October the 20th in Dallas as they – try to put this thing together. But one of the things that they talked about is something that we talked about a few weeks ago, and that's moving the season up. You know, they they refer to it as zero week, having everybody start on zero week. Well, if that's the case, it's week one. It's week one. Whatever, you know. I don't care if five teams start. In my mind, it's week one. I'm with you. I I mean – you know, I, I I didn't like it week zero when we had it for high, high school, school football. It was ridiculous. It was silly. Yes, I agree. And I, I'm not going to like it for college football. But does this surprise you that they can't come to a conclusion on the 12 team playoff? No, not at all. Surprise me at all. Well, there's all and he and there, he's got valid points. I mean, uh, you got to make sure that there's in those playoff cities that there's not you know that that your hotel availability is there, you know, make sure that there's not a bunch of conventions already booked. Uh, you got to be able to, to accommodate everybody and they're doing it on, you know, trying to move quickly. Uh, you know, how do you handle, you know, how do you handle, uh, uh, as we said, the start of the season and, and then do you, do you start your playoffs around Thanksgiving and in several questions? And he continued to say that they discuss how they're going to do revenue sharing uh, ticket allocations for those first round games, you know, as we mentioned, hotels. Uh, so there, there's a lot on the on the table, but uh, you know, they also will have to determine how the New Year's Six bowl games will handle the the rotation. Uh, you know, there's a lot to do. I, I get that. Get it done. Yeah, I mean, let, it's let's. And, and if you can't do it in 2024, fine. Just say, hey, we're going to start in 2025 to allow us some time. Don't. Don't pull this rug out from underneath us saying, because that's, that's the possibility that I have the fear of. They just go, well, we just, we just can't put it all together. We're going to stay at four for a while. I, I don't, well, I don't think they can because the, uh, the I don't think they can't, but they the can presidents do, have said you're doing this. I, I know, but they can do whatever they want. We've seen, seen it happen before. Well, I, I hope you're wrong. I, I wish hope. they would hand it off to the NCAA and let them put it together. That's not going to happen. No, it's not. It is absolutely not going to happen. But they can do it on every other level in every other sport. Well, the 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 committee is ridiculous. <laughs> it's working under the direction of the um, of of the president. So uh, it it's. 12's a done deal. Now execute it. Mm-hmm. Just get it executed. All right. Uh, coming up this weekend, 
as we mentioned, we'll have Baylor and Oklahoma State right here on ESPN Central Texas. Now, because of Hurricane Ian, and first of all, uh, we hope that uh, everybody is safe and uh, everybody's secure in in down enough down in Florida as Hurricane Ian is uh, is causing some changes. You know, you, people are evacuating. Yeah, it is. It's bearing down. People are evacuating. And it all, you know, not that football is all that important when you have a hurricane hitting land, but uh, there there are football games that are that are scheduled, and so they got to make some decisions on some of these things. They've already moved two games. Yeah, uh, and they've changed game times, they've changed locations, and they've changed days, haven't they, Ryan? Yeah, to your point, they've been evacuating since as early as Sunday in preparation for the hurricane. It is bearing down. There have been several several games that have been rescheduled already. First one is uh, South Florida. Uh, they play East Carolina this week. They're supposed to play 7 o'clock on Saturday at Raymond Jane Stadium, home of the Buccaneers, but they have been moved to a 2.30 kick at uh, Florida Atlantic's football stadium. And then University of Florida was supposed to play Eastern Washington in Gainesville. They are originally scheduled to play at well, – they were originally supposed to play – at in the evening, but they play at noon now. On no, Sunday, they, they've moved on, it to noon Sunday. Yes. Yeah, it's Sunday. Yes, yes. and then UCF uh, was ho- hosting SMU this week. They were supposed to play Saturday, but they have been moved to Sunday as well, and their kickoff has been moved to one o'clock. And then South Carolina at South Carolina State was supposed to be played noon at Saturday has been moved to Thursday, so they play tomorrow night at seven o'clock. As as Hurricane Ian moves up the coast, it will hit South Carolina as well. And then, uh, as for Florida State, they're optimistic. They're they're sticking with their scheduled time for three thirty at Doak Campbell as they host Wake Forest and an ACC matchup. Yeah, that'll be two thirty Central, three thirty Eastern. So, uh, several games affected by uh, by Hurricane Ian. And again, you know, you just hope that uh, that things work out and there's not a lot of damage and certainly not a lot of injuries and it has already you know caused havoc as as you guys pointed out uh as early as a couple of days ago they started evacuating uh those areas that they thought were were going to be affected the most so i hope it all works out all right 754 it is six shy of eight o'clock if you're out and about drive safely coming up at the top of the hour we are going to talk more college football we're going to welcome into the program uh, from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12, Josh Neighbors. But right now, we're going to welcome in John Morris, the voice of the Bears, as he brings us today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's, plus Baylor Volleyball, number 13 in the nation, winners of 10 in a row on the road at Iowa State. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. 
Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, tonight at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's, and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, tonight at 7 p.m., here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. That is tonight for our weekly Baylor Coaches Show. We're live at Rudy's this evening beginning at 7 o'clock. Come join us and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's tonight beginning at 7, live from Rudy's and here on ESPN Central Texas. Tonight at 8 p.m. inside Hilton Coliseum in Ames, Baylor Volleyball takes on Iowa State. The Bears at 11-2 on the season, 1-0 in Big 12 Conference play, playing only their second true road match of the season. Here's volleyball head coach Ryan McGuire. Yeah, we're, uh, we'll talk about Mad Max. I don't think any of them know who that guy was or is, but he is the road warrior. This really, in, in a fun way, is a big test because it's only our second uh, true road match. Uh, you know, we were neutral side with Minnesota, Wisconsin, and then I felt like we did not perform well at Pepperdine in the one true road match. It was, it was way too passive, not assertive. Uh, so we'll talk about, you know, hey, the defense has to travel when it, whenever you're on the road. Can we be the aggressor? Can can we be the, uh, you know, the attackers from from the start? You know, at the same time, we gotta gotta weather the, the storms. You know, Iowa State gets a good crowd. Kansas is right on top of you, band and fans and everything right there. You know, we just went five with Texas, so both programs are storied programs. So, uh, yeah, looking looking to see how all our freshmen. Like I said, this is only their second match uh, all season of a, a true uh, true road match. Ryan McGuire and 13th-ranked Baylor Volleyball at Iowa State tonight, 8 p.m. match time, televised on ESPN2. Then they'll stay on the road to play at Kansas Saturday morning at 11. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni.
At Allen Samuels in Waco, during Ram Power Days, shop the year-after-year award-winning new 2022 Ram 1500, designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. This is a truck that's legendary. Get the first-class feel and luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Allen Samuels in Waco is the place to shop for Ram trucks. Visit today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we welcome you into Hour 2 of the program, brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we say good morning to Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Good morning, Josh. How are you? Fantastic. It's Wednesday, so it's, you know, the, the, Wednesday's the best day if, if you're a football person. It's kind of the last day of review and the first day of looking forward to the next week. So kind of a nice hodgepodge and kind of get you excited because we start football the weekend begins tomorrow and we're going to do both let let's let's start by going back and talk to me about texas tech and texas kansas winning what was the what was the biggest biggest hit for you uh from this past weekend baylor on the road at iowa state's another game i mean so what was your big takeaway from the weekend Yes, yeah, so I, I think a lot of people went, went with the two upsets, right, with the, with the Texas Tech winning, and then also you get the Kansas State win. So I'll go y'all's neck of the woods. I'll go with Baylor. And my big criticism of Baylor against BYU was, you know, when you think about Blake Shapen, you make the switch of quarterback, it's because you think that the offense needs to take some step forwards and be more dynamic, throw the ball more downfield. Blake can do that. Gary Bohannon really did not. He could do it, just – I think Blake can do it a bit more effectively than Gary can. Well, they didn't do that enough against BYU. They ran the ball, we, we, and then we talked about it, 48 times, whatever it was. And they, then you saw last week, they were taking more shots down the field. And when that team does that, and they hit some of them, and the, you know the, they're still pretty committed to the run, but if you run the ball, you take shots like that, you complete some shots like that, you force turnovers and you play pretty solid defense. That was the Baylor team that I think we all believe could win the title to start the year. I thought Baylor was ranked too high to start the year. I thought people saw this Baylor team to start the season as the team they could be by the end. And I think that Iowa State performance shows us they learn from the loss and they're starting to become that team that is a big 12 title challenger. So I think out of all the results, that Baylor win over Iowa State could prove to those guys, hey, we can win in this league, we can win on the road, and we can do it with a certain type of football that I think will translate game in and game out in this league. Why does Kansas State have Oklahoma's number? Uh, I mean, just (laughs) who knows at this point, right? Because now it's transitioning across coaches. Now we've got multiple coaches involved, you know, in, in this winning. Uh, Bill Snyder did some winning against Oklahoma. Chris Kleiman did some has done some winning against Oklahoma. Uh, Lincoln Riley did some losing against Kansas State, and now Brent Venables 
has done some losing against Kansas State. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more of like, how does Kansas State keep doing this off of losses? It has to start with the Adrian Martinez thing because it's pretty clear they challenged him this week, and they said, look, we need you to be better uh, throwing the football especially. And, look, I know you're tremendous on the ground, but at least they were a threat passing the ball, and you can't say that they were a threat passing the ball in past weeks. So I would say that is where my mind eventually went and Oklahoma's defense did not look like the defense that we saw against Nebraska. The tackling was not as good. The angles were not as good. They were giving up uh, third and fourth downs. I mean, the Kansas State just moved the ball all over them. They took an early lead. They kept taking leads back. So Kansas State just controlled the game. And I think you look at it, I mean, they were just the better team. And this was kind of the Kansas State group that we saw at the beginning of the season that we thought could be a Big 12 title challenger. Big 12 title challenger last year was Baylor and Oklahoma State. Uh, it's a big game this year as well. I'm just curious, we know within the league what uh, what Baylor and Oklahoma State can can bring to the table, but those that cover college football on a national level, did, did their perception of this conference change with the loss of Texas and Oklahoma on the same day? Yeah, it had, it had to have changed. I mean, it has to, but I, I think the best response the conference can give is continually have teams beat those two teams. And look, like I'm not, you know, I'm not somebody who doesn't want those two teams to do well. I mean, think about it like this, guys. You know, whoever makes the, if you make the college football playoff, you make a check for the entire league. Everybody gets a piece of that money when you go to the college football playoff. So, you know, obviously a lot of people around this league want to watch them lose, but. If it comes down to it, they can make some more money for the league. We want that. But besides that, the best thing this league can do is continually beat Oklahoma, continually beat Texas, and prove to everybody, hey, we're not just those two teams. Those just aren't our value. And Oklahoma State and Baylor continue to do that. I mean, those two teams right now, I, I think you have to say, if you're to pick two frontrunners, um, you know, do I think Oklahoma's maybe better than both of them? Sure. At this point, maybe, maybe I do, but they don't have conference losses and they've got a big matchup this week where one of them will clear that hurdle, remain undefeated in conference. And whoever wins that game has to be considered the legit front runner with no losses in the league already for this conference, in my opinion. So, you know, those two teams have a great opportunity this weekend. I'm fired up for that game. And yeah, it's three thirty on or two thirty central time, three thirty Eastern on Fox it's getting a big uh, a big stage in a big window and I think that game is one of the premier games this league will have this season and last season was premier game and next next year and the year after that this will be one of those premier games so it's important for these two brands especially to keep succeeding for the success of the league is this the week that the shoe drops on Kansas they're three-and-a-half-point – well, I guess the number's going to three now. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs at home. Um, I, I like them this week because I, I just, I'm not fully sold in Iowa State. Like, they, they might be okay, um, but KU at home is, is a – it would be another great crowd, you have to think. Hey, go second. Uh, what would you just say? <laughs> Did you just say great, great crowd in Kansas in the same sentence? I mean, they had one last week, right? And, they, <laughs> and, and I'm sure they'll have one this week too. It's it's unreal. I'm not sure if you guys saw this. They were they, they posted a video on their Twitter about like 
the things that were happening at the stadium to make you know make sure everybody had a good time whatever and it was just like standard stuff it was like arrive early you know make sure you have your parking spot figured out you know make sure you hit the gate lines early and it's funny i I was at two college football games last week i was at virginia tech west virginia and auburn mizzou and like it was just stuff that everybody naturally does but it it was funny to me they had to remind the ku crowd like guys hey this is what (laughs) happens if you get a football game as opposed to going to basketball games so that was good but like that crowd was really good last week. And look, I, I think Duke's not very good, but Mike Elko is. I've I've followed him for a long time. Uh, Wake Forest, A and M, Notre Dame. That dude is a football coach. He knows what he's doing. That is not a group that was going to roll over. They're well prepared. They're, uh, they were obviously well prepared last week. And KU had to battle and get that win. Iowa State, different animal here. But Matt Campbell's record is a favorite. Not very good, guys. Not very good. And we know that there is one hell of a coach on Kansas aside and Lance Leipold. And we had to start asking ourselves, like, how many of these Big 12 games does KU have the coaching advantage in? Because it's a legit question now. It's a legit question. Does Kansas have the advantage? And also, we have to start asking ourselves this too, which is crazy. Does Kansas have the best player on the field? They definitely definitely probably have the most important player on the field every time they play with Jalen Daniels. But is he the best player on the field? I mean, that's a question we're going to ask in a whole lot of games. So I think as, as fun as Oklahoma State Baylor is, like I, I'm just drawn to every KU game this season. And I, I think that's the game I'm actually curious about the most is, all right, man, KU, like this this is the one. You're at home. You're playing a team that's step up in competition compared to Duke. And it's a conference opener. How for real are you in Big 12 play? Can you get to 5-0? Because of the results – from a, a week ago, and because of the the, the matchups this week, I, I, isn't this the most fascinating week in, in in the Big Twelve at least up to this point? I feel like every week it keeps becoming the most fascinating week in the week in the Big Twelve. This one is this one's a yes, because and I think I guess this is what happens. But like the weeks, kind of when they stack upon each other, they that that's when they kind of gain importance, but. You look across the board, like every single time slot this weekend, there are very, very important games happening. I mean, you look at the noon game, uh, the, the big noon game that's on, uh, not, it's not big noon, but it's on ABC. Uh, Oklahoma, six and a half point favorite at TCU. Like, all right, let's see how real TCU is. Can OU bounce back? Or is this thing, you know, potentially going to go a little sideways? Kansas State and Texas Tech, two teams that pulled off big upsets last week. Oklahoma State and Baylor. Uh, Kansas and Iowa State, West Virginia and Texas. I mean, I, I got to see West Virginia in person last week. Let's see the Donaldson, man. He is a difference maker. And West Virginia just, they finally clamped down in the run game especially. So who would be shocked if they went to, to, um, you know, to Austin and got a win? I mean, yeah, there's a lot on the line this week in terms of positioning to move yourself forward. And obviously the meat of that sandwich is Oklahoma State and Baylor at 3.30 on Fox. How do you see that game? This, it's the Spencer Sanders game, right? Like, this, this is the game. I think I saw yesterday. So, we, we know last year, I think it was, what, six of the seven picks he threw all season were against, were against Baylor. I think in total he's thrown nine. Nine receptions in the games he's played against Baylor. And what's really funny is it, I feel like it's tough to evaluate Spencer Sanders until he plays – this game he's thrown for 916 yards 
uh, 10 touchdowns, one interception. He's won, you know, he's won for a, a gaggle of touchdowns as well. Um, this is the game. This is the test. This is the one that has been on his back the entire time. And he is not, you know, he's not played very well. Now, funny enough, they won one of the games last year and they almost won the second one, despite the fact that he didn't play very well. But this is not the same Oklahoma State defense. It's not the same offense, but it's definitely not the same defense. So Spencer, you know, it's going to be on him to score some more. Can he go into the hostile environment? Will they be? I mean, it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. I'm sure you guys are fired up. I'm, I'm jealous you guys are going to be in the town and probably go into that game. But it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. Can he do it on the road? Can he silence the doubters? If he has a good game there, th- then we're really, then we're in business with the Spencer Sanders hype train. Like we've just been begging for him to show it to us on a game to game to game basis. He's there right now, but this is the first real step up in competition they're going to face this year. We were talking about it this morning. Cowboys like to go fast. Baylor's not going to go fast. I mean, it's a contrast in styles to say the least. Oh yeah. That's what makes it so much fun. I mean, and at least two, and also the coaches, I mean, you could not get two more different coaches. And I mean that in a positive way. Mike Gundy will say whatever, whenever, to whomever. Dave Aranda, as you all know, much more reserved, very thoughtful. Every answer sounds like, you know, is well-researched and thought of, and he draws upon uh, his experiences and his readings, you know, books he's read, articles that he's read uh, to form his answer. Mike Gundy just kind of talks. You know, we don't want Oklahoma, Texas meetings. Uh, they're getting out of here I'll, I'll, and other stuff, as, you know, as well as that. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a contrast in styles. And, I mean, it's, it's one of the most important games all weekend for any title race in the entire country. What are you working on for the, uh, for the podcast? Yeah, so uh, this morning I encourage you all to go over and check out John Oren and Andrew Martian's Sports Business Podcast. They talked about the Big 12 and the Pac-12 today. It's around like the 22-minute mark, I believe. So we're going to talk about some sports media stuff. ESPN, Amazon, Apple TV, their interests. Where's the Pac-12 stand, and what does that mean for the Big 12? So going to be taking the Wednesday here to just look at some uh, some some outside of football stuff, some television-related things, and see where the Big 12 stands with that, how Brett Yormark's doing in that category. Perfect. Hey, one, one, one final thought for you. Uh, college football playoff, does it happen in 2024? I know that uh, Bill Hancock and, and the committee are talking about all these things, that they, all these things, these obstacles that they got to overcome uh, to get it done by 2024. What, what is, what's your thoughts on, on getting it done by 2024, or is it 2025? Yeah, there are some logistics. I mean, I, I think it's like the, you know, like, okay, how do we space these games out, right? How do we make sure these guys aren't, are dying out there? Um but we've seen time and time again in this sport that the scheduling can be changed very fast, right? We have, uh, we're moving games a year out or we COVID year, we move games the week of, yeah. and why do we do it y'all? Because the amount of money that we can make with some of these games. So the reason why we took a break last year and came back this year and approved it, there's just too much money to be made. Like you, you can start making more money faster it might take some more work and hammering out some details and it's tough, but you're going to make more money faster if you start it next year. And that's the whole point of this exercise, right? So I think 2024 is when I think it starts. I think we get two, if we get two more years. I think it should be plenty of time to figure out the calendar and whatnot. That 365 day calendar, everybody laments so much. So I think it happens probably 
I, I think it should happen next year. I think it will happen at the latest in 2024. It's too much money to be made, guys. Hey, Josh, uh, as always, we appreciate it. Have a uh, great week, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Have a great day. That's Josh Neighbors on the, uh, from the podcast Locked on Big 12. All right, it is uh, 8.15. We're uh, 15 after 8 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Hour two of the program. This is uh, Game Time, your first word in sports. And again, if you missed anything and you want to go back and check it out, you certainly can do it. Uh, it is uh, CentexSportsFan.com. CentexSportsFan.com. And oh, by the way, if uh, you're uh, uh, checking out high school football games and you're out of the area, uh, all of our games, uh, the Temple game, the University game, the Waco game, all those games – are available at SyntexSportsFan.com, SyntexSportsFan.com. 8.15, we're uh, 15 after 8, and we're right back with more in just a moment. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by Kyla Dietrich and Kelly Realtors. Coach, coming off a 66-12 win over Bruceville Eddy to open up district play, this was a good all-around win for your team, both offensively and defensively. Uh, yes, sir. We played pretty good, um, especially in the second half. We had too many penalties in the first half, so we had to overcome some of those things. We just made too many mistakes, and, and we came out in the second half and adjusted well and had a few big plays, and we scored twice on defense in the game, so that helped us as well. Now this week you continue district play at Rosebud Lot. Talk a little bit about this Rosebud Lot team. Offensively, it all starts with their quarterback. Uh, yes, sir. He's pretty good. Uh, he can run it. He can throw it. Um, he's pretty dynamic. And so uh, we're going to do our best to try to slow him down if we can. Um, and so um, they, Crawford did a good job uh, of doing that. But, you know, Crawford does that a pretty good job a lot of times, so it's no surprise. Um, so we'll see if we can uh, try to do something similar. Um, if, if we can get him under control, that would really help us out. What about defensively for them? Uh, defensively, they, you know, they're pretty aggressive. They, uh, they play man-to-man in the secondary a lot, um, and they kind of dare you to – to throw it at their one-on-one situation, they got a good secondary, and so um, you know uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can if we can find a couple things to take advantage of. We'll try. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, welcome back. This is game time, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. We've been in deep conversation about the Cowboys, the Bears, the Big 12, and now I suspect we're going to talk about turtles or something. Turtles? Turtle racing. Do they have turtle racing? I'll have to look well, that up of now. Of course they do. <laughs> they have snail racing. They rabbit ra- jumping. Well, the 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 turtle the turtle races a rabbit. That do not. They uh, do. The tortoise and the hare. <laughs> yeah, and the tortoise wins. Right? Slow and steady. Slow and steady. Not fast and easy. <laughs> <laughs> careful. Again, careful. All right, so it's football season, right? Really? I, yes. I found this really interesting, Ward. What do you think the average cost of a beer is at an NFL game? $13.50. You would think that, but that is incorrect. Oh. Ryan, who do you think has the most expensive beer? Well, wait a minute. You didn't tell us what I'm the average get, cost. The average cost is nine fifty. Thank you. Okay. I said that before we went on the air. I said it's about nine or ten bucks. You didn't say nine fifty. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> he has you there. Yeah. The most. Sorry. The mo- and this shocked me. The most expensive beer in the NFL at an NFL game is fourteen sixty seven, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I, Whoa! You just killed the game. Well, no. This is. A- Are we playing a game? Who do you think is number two? Miami. <laughs> nope. Denver. Dallas, Los Angeles Chargers at thirteen seventy five. Now is is it the Los Angeles Chargers or the Los Angeles Rams? They're both thirteen seventy five. Oh, okay. Well, okay. you didn't say that. Well, I number two. No, wait, wait a minute. C comes Chargers. C comes before Rams. R in the alphabet. That means Chargers is going to be number two. See well, my. It f- does <laughs> they share the it stadium? Not. I know they share the stadium, but that's how the, that's how they listed it. Think about it. If you're no, in a tie, I'm not thinking about it. You're no, it, it's equal. <laughs> it is equal, but when you do it on the list, you gotta have okay. They tied, whatever. 
I know my thinking. It's T2. It. I, we all know your thinking on this. <laughs> number three, I would say number four, but it's the Raiders at $12. And where do you think, what do you think the Cowboys is? Let's just talk about that. Nine Cowboys, bucks. nine bucks. Uh, $7.50. $9.50. You were close. You win. Uh, yeah. Okay. Where do you think the cheapest beer is? Green Bay. Phoenix. Nope. New York Jets, Atlanta Falcons, and Detroit Lions at six twenty-five. Really? New York. I know. I thought they well, would have nobody been... there, so well, <laughs> 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 so yeah. Come in, come to the game. We'll give you a beer for six twenty-five. So I just thought it was interesting. And I'm sure that's part of their draw. Yeah. It was okay. So it was the Jets and who? Falcons. The, the Falcons and the Lions. Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Brady, Tampa Bay. What's his name? Brady. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I had him one moment. I was like, you know, okay. That, that What's Brady his name? That, that Brady. Dude, you know that dude. This is yeah. an odd number though. Tampa Bay eight sixty three. What? Eight sixty three. You would think it'd be like eight fifty, eight seventy five, but it's eight sixty three. Well, they got had to got to get that tax in. I guess. How do you come up with that? <laughs> I don't. know. I didn't. And then New England Patriots. I think you did. I didn't. I didn't I, make this up. I think you did. No, I did it. And then the New England Patriots is eight forty. The Cardinals, the Browns, and the Ravens are all at eight thirteen. Come on, seriously. There's think no about way. it. There's no way. Yes, yes. Nobody does that. They might. You round up or you round down, but you're not rounding down. You're Eight, rounding up. No. It's a quarter, 50 cents, 75, something like that. The Steelers are 929, so maybe they have to like add tax onto it. Well, they add tax on it. So to make it 950. So it could be. So like that 863 could really be $9. It could. Or 902. I don't know what the tax 902. is. 902. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like a TV show? That was Beverly 90210. Yeah. Do you remember that, Ryan? I never watched it, but I remember seeing commercials for it all the time. He's too young. But yeah, okay, at Raymond James Stadium. Here we go. Here on tap is that's thirteen fifty, and hard seltzer on tap is sixteen dollars. Oh my god! Well, seltzers, I think it just I can get that because you have to carbonate it, and that takes I, a lot of work. I know, but you just said it's nine fifty. Sixty-three. Okay, that it's you. Eleven fifty and thirteen fifty. You're saying on tap. It could be bottled. It could be key. No, no, no. They don't oh. sell bottles at NFL games. <laughs> they go flying after after <laughs> about three of them. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's I don't know. it's plastic cup. Well, they they do sell the aluminum bottles. Do they really? Yeah, they yeah. Do. the draft bottles. They do yeah. at the but, Ranger game too. But they don't mm-hmm. fly as well. Well, they they don't, not that I would they know. They don't shatter. Have you tried it? Yeah. Have you tried it? <laughs> you, they don't shatter. There's the difference. Anyways, I thought that was kind of cool. I wonder. I, I wonder. Where if, did you get this? I can't remember. On the internet, Ward. Of oh, course. Well, on it the must internet. Be true. I I checked two different sites. I I'm the sports sites. No, yeah, I'm I'm saying that. Can't, I think I'm correct. I, I think you're... Look up AT&T Stadium and the cost of oh, the beer. Oh, th- Now we got to... Well, I mean, it's saying right here. I'm looking at the oh. menu. It's 11.50 for Tampa Bay. So you're Oh, wait. 63. You can go to a stadium and they have a menu online? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is 9.25 at AT&T Bam. Stadium. What was the other one that you had a weird 
price on? Eight sixty three or something. Tampa Bay, eight sixty three. Right uh, now, uh, Tampa Bay is eleven dollars and fifty cents. Well, then they lied to me. No kids. <laughs> maybe that's for. Maybe it, that, it's not for anything. Wait, wait it no, could be a twelve okay. ounce beer. Uh, no, they're not going to get. They could have a twelve. Okay, ounce you could pay eleven fifty for a sixteen ounce, but if you buy the twelve, it's going to be eight sixty three. No, we're not doing that. We're going to do a seven and a half ounce beer. For eight they don't do a seven and a half ounce I beer. I know that's my point. It's like twelve sixty. That's what we're trying to say. I think I, there's I, nothing on the menu for sixty three cents. The list of prices you got, I think that's the average for each alcoholic beverage they sell at each stadium, just average together. That's probably why it's a funky number. Okay. So and it's mathematician. Well, I'm, just, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just. Oh, I'm now just she's punching a kid in the throat. <laughs> oh. So what's the other one you had a weird price on? Eight thirteen. Okay, where's that? Uh, the Browns, you the said, Cardinals, and the Ravens. You said Pittsburgh was what nine twenty nine? Pittsburgh. I didn't even say Pittsburgh. Where is Pittsburgh? It's in Pennsylvania. I know where it is. It's where the Steelers play nine twenty nine. So maybe it is the average. But it said. It did say average cost of beer <laughs> because it says that for the AT and T Stadium nine twenty five. It's for you know. The domestics and local beers and draft and bought and okay, the aluminum beer bottle. at Paul so Brown Stadium. Yeah, five bucks. Where? Really? Yep, Cleveland. Cleveland. Ooh, let's go to Cleveland. <laughs> I don't drink beer, but uh, I wonder how much a seltzer is there. Is I don't know, but I, let's, I'm gonna have to like look at their menus and tell you what what you can order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True words have never been spoken by Corey on our CNC oh, Collision Center. Corey. Text what line. has Corey got to say today? Corey says, You need a full time employee to fact check her. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, ain't funny, dude. Ain't funny. Hilarious, Corey. Man, I'm scared to see y'all's time cards if she's on hourly. <laughs> that ain't right. Y'all ain't right. Y'all are not right. How much is a hot dog there? Oh don't let's don't have that conversation. At Paul Brown Stadium? Probably what, three fifty? Nope, five bucks. Jeff says so you can get a beer. What does Jeff have to say? You can get say? a beer and a dog for ten bucks. Jeff says those prices are before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steph. You're we, welcome. What was wasn't that interesting? Eight sixty three. That's what the internet said. Of well, course it's it did. It's gotta be real then. That's right. It's right. At least if you it saw wasn't it like a hundred dollars or more. Or more. <laughs> All right. Again, out of the ditch and back onto the road. Here we go. Uh, it's, it is past 730, right? Yeah, so we can talk baseball. Uh, but why would we want to? I want to talk about the Yankees. Oh, okay, then you're good. I want to talk about the Yankees. They've got eight games left. Does it get to 61? Does it, more importantly, does Not it get to 62? Not when they walk four times a night. Would you let him hit one on you? Yes. I'm not. Why? You'd forever be in the record book. Yeah, I don't care. So you're gonna you're to, you're gonna chicken out and walk him instead of throwing him. I'm gonna challenge. No, him. I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna pitch to him. Okay. Well, with, they're with, not pitching to him. Well, with with people when he's when he's batting with nobody on base, they are. Uh, but when when there's when he's in a potential RBI situation, he ain't beating me. Somebody else has to. Uh. What was what? What did he do last night, Ryan? Did you look him up? I didn't. Uh, he walked four times. Yeah. He walked four times. Yes, they walked him four times. Because 
I mean, the Yankees won last night and they clinched the AL East. Yeah. But and the team that was behind them was the team they were playing, the the Blue Jays. So they're trying. They're still, I guess, mathematically in it heading into last night's game. And then, so they just like we're not going to let them beat them. To your point. Let's see where the Blue Jays are when it comes to the wild card. Uh, let's see. They are three games out. Three games out of the wild card. So they're still, you know, it's it's not looking good, but they're still in the hunt. Now, uh, I know you're wondering, but the Rangers are just 17 mm. back in the wild card race. Just 17 back. <laughs> so, <laughs> does he get to 62? Does he get to 61? I hope he does. Who? Judge. Oh, yeah. I think he does. So if, if, he, he's if, got if what? If somebody throws it to him. He's got what? Theoretically, How about 30, games? 32 ABs left, eight games, four yeah. ABs. They got him in the leadoff spot. So he's got 30, 32 at bats. He's got to hit two over the next 32. He gets one tonight. Look at Ward calling it out. Calling call my, my shot. shot. Yeah. So there you go. I hope he does. I, I think it's cool for baseball. Uh, and I hope he gets Yeah, I wish we'd get another home run race. That was not only did it save baseball, it kept everybody's interest in it. That was fun. Indeed. Let them juice. <laughs> You're so, well, that's one of the things that they're pointing out with Aaron Judge is, you know, here's a guy that's doing it clean. So is is it does it mean more? I don't know. It it makes it fun to watch. It makes it fun to watch. I again, I I'm the wrong guy to ask on this because they were not doing anything that everybody in not well, not everybody, but a large portion of Major League Baseball was doing. And it still takes great hand-eye coordination to be able to square it up. So, no, it's a round ball with a round stick. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's uh it's 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 tough. All right, Yankees and Toronto again coming up tonight uh, a little after six o'clock. So there you go. Rangers right on the the left coast. If you're curious against Seattle, right here on ESPN Central Texas. If no tonight's game is not on ESPN Central Texas. It's on Cool One Hundred One Point Three. We have the uh, Baylor Coaches Show. We have the Baylor Coaches Show tonight at seven. So there you go. All right, uh, eight thirty-three. We're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on Game Time, and we welcome into the program from WFAA TV in Dallas, Joe Trahan. Joe, good morning. I'm gonna take a page out of Jerry Jones' book. <laughs> give Cowboys fans a little hope right here. We'll give them a little hope, okay? They might have to go more basic, rely on the run game, get Zeke and Tony Pollard running the football. Don't try and get cute. Let's go back to the basics. And I'm curious to see what will happen. Game Time weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. 
Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to First Central. Have a winning season with First Central's Savings Blitz Play. Quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Rookie Josh Young blasted two home runs in the Rangers' 5 0 win over the Mariners. Game two of that four game series tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Judge is still a home run shy of Roger Maris, but the Yankees beat the Blue Jays 5 2 to claim the championship at the American League East. Over in the National League, the Cardinals took the Central Division title with a 6 2 win over Milwaukee. Hurricane Ian is causing some schedule changes for college football teams. SMU's game at Central Florida has been moved to Sunday at noon. Eastern Washington at Florida has also been moved to Sunday at noon. South Florida hosting Eastern Carolina has been moved to local time for a noon kickoff on Saturday. South Carolina and South Carolina State will get a jump on everybody and play on Thursday at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. It's 837. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, John Morris will be broadcasting live from the Baylor Club. And his special guest will be Dave Hunziker. He is the uh, play-by-play voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So that'll be this afternoon at 3 o'clock with J-Mo right here on uh, the home for Baylor, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Your home for Cowboy football in Central Texas, of course, is ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys and the Redskins coming up at uh, noon. The uh, kickoff is at noon on Sunday, 11 a.m. for the pregame. And, you know, uh, Mike McCarthy – talked to the media, and was asked about the play 
of Cooper Rush. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I think you have to recognize, you know, clearly just how he's played the quarterback position. I mean, he's played very well the last two weeks. Uh, he's total command of the offense. You know, we, we've been, you know, full template, of, you know, as far as the things we try to get in and out of, and that's a credit to him. You know, we did a, a number of things at the line of scrimmage, you know, uh, last night, and he handled it. And um, so it, it wasn't a lineup and everything all right? No, there you go. Um, wasn't just a line up and run it and, you know, go after him, you know, and I think when you play a multiple scheme, you know, defense like that, you have to have some flexibility. He definitely gives us that, but he played the position very well. You know, he's making good decisions. He's throwing the ball on time and, you know, he's trusting his receivers. So I thought he's put together two really good games. You agree? Yeah, I, I do agree that he's played very well and, and they've put him in positions to be successful. Um, I, I don't think that the whole playbook's available to him. I don't believe that, but whatever. He can say what he wants as his team. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. Uh, the playbook's never totally open to everybody because, look, everybody has strengths and weaknesses. And mm-hmm. you and also, the way they they align and play defense has something to do with how you put together your game plan. So you're you're not opening up the total playbook every week. You just don't do that. No, you don't. Uh, and it's been, it's been dumbed down for him. You can see. I mean, it has. And I'm all for it. Maybe Kellen Moore should do that moving forward all the time. Well, whatever they're doing. Well, they're running the ball. Yeah. And they're getting – they are. I mean, they're able to run the ball. And they're not giving up on the run when early in the game – it's not as successful as you would like. Well, yeah, you get three yards, and then up. Oh, that's not enough. We need more. Let's, They're not doing that anymore. Yeah, let's start flinging it all over the yard. So, uh, and, and again, they're they're throwing when they want to throw in a lot of cases. And now I, I get it. You know, down and distance forces you to throw the football sometimes. But they're also, I mean, they're also making you play the run game, and that's that's when you have to do that. And in the team, your offensive team is allowed to be balanced. That gives you a better chance to be successful. And the other thing, I think you talked about it yesterday, he wasn't sacked. He didn't get his uniform dirty. No. Uh, and that means he's getting the ball out of his hands. That and the offensive line is doing it, you know, the schemes that they're using is they're doing a good job of, of keeping him keeping him clean. Oh, and, and doing different things. I mean, you saw several times where He's still getting pressured. Yes, but you also saw several times where Zeke was not in the in the pattern. He was in in, in in a protection mode, and, well, he, and he threw a couple be, of major. He blocks. may be your best pass blocker on the team. Well, he was terrific. Uh, he always has been. Yeah, he was terrific uh, in the in the game Sunday night. And, and when and when you've got him able to to be that sixth guy in the box, so to speak, with your five uh, linemen, it gives you a better opportunity. And that's exactly. I mean, he he made a block Sunday. It's like whoa. He just saved Cooper Rush's bacon right there. Uh, Jerry Jones, again, talking on KRLD-FM, talked about the job that Mike McCarthy has done so far. Well, I think you should uh, uh, recognize that uh, uh, the plan to run the ball uh, was evident and purpose, and um, we got it done in a big way, and they stuck with it uh, very much. Uh, a couple of things you can have back, but that's the way it always is. 
but they stuck with the idea that we would run the ball and we'd take some shots downfield. They did that. And uh, uh, so they stuck with that game plan. Uh, and so kudos to them. Uh, I think Mike is uh, just outstanding uh, these last, uh, uh, not that he's not outstanding, but these last couple of games, uh, any and everybody knows that when you lose Dak Prescott, of all people, and you don't have him to go forward with, then uh, you're playing with uh, uh, some some real limitations as to uh, what you might have had. They talk about some of these other teams that have lost a lot of players and that's dimmed their expectation. Well, we certainly are right in that list in a big way. We've got a bunch coming back, though. That's big. That's big. And um, Mike and them will be uh, – are, are not only – our team is better having uh, played through these last two ball games and come out of there with wins. Uh, our chance of being in position, our chance of being viable for uh, the long haul this season and possibly beyond – uh, our chance has been um, enhanced tremendously by the job that Mike and, and Kellen Moore and that we're doing with uh, on our defense. I can't say enough about them. Positive. How much better will they be with Gallup in the lineup if he's in the lineup Sunday and, and having your tight end back in your lineup? We don't know. We just don't. We don't know how Gallup's going to perform. Right. But you know how the tight end's going to perform. Well, if he's 100%, maybe. Schultz, yeah. I, I don't think that the tight end position was missed that much on Sunday night. But doesn't it elevate if he is available night, and you have all, both of them? Yeah, Sunday night. Well, they had two on the roster. Yeah, but I'm talking about him personally I, and his yeah, play. I he's mean, the starter. Yeah, he is. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought the tight ends played very well. And they did. I, I'm not. I'm yeah. not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, I, I, if you got the guy playing that well, and then you have your starter coming back, it elevates that position. And I think that's a comfort for a young quarterback. I, it, let yeah. me not. Let me let me rephrase that. Not a young quarterback, an inexperienced quarterback, and that's right. exactly what he is. That's he exactly is. what he is. So, Cowboys, Red, uh, Washington. Sorry, <laughs> old habits. You can say it. I guarantee our guest on Friday morning will say it. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Uh, Cowboys and is it the Commanders? Commanders. Well, I tell you what, that's that strikes fear in you, doesn't it? It's better than football team. Yeah, it is. I think. Although that was kind of starting to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys in Washington, 11 a.m. Sunday, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Mark Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, you get the uh, 67 nothing victory over the Meridian Yellow Jackets. Talk about the things you really liked about how your team played, particularly early in the game. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we showed up over there and we took care of our business quickly. And that was kind of our uh, the thing that I talked to them about all week is, is going over there and being prepared and taking care of our business and uh, – uh, working on us and not necessarily worried about uh, the other team, uh, you know. And, and it's, you know, the game got out of hand quickly, and uh, uh, you know. But but again, looking back on the film, we we did some good things and and uh, stuff that we worked on through the week. We did it on Friday, and uh, so that's that's kind of what we're looking at. When you say work on us, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean you can. 
you're never going to play the perfect game. There's always things that you're going to need to continue to work on. And then we're trying to stress, uh, you know, the fundamentals and uh, the, the basics of, of football. you know, it is a game, uh, you know, to, you know, everybody, we want the kids to play hard and be focused and all those things. But, you know, it comes down to, you know, we can always block better, whether it's with the linemen or the backs or receivers. So, you know, we, we focused on blocking and, and with the offense last week was that was one of the the main focuses of practice and and it showed uh, on Friday and then you know defense with tackling and special teams with with the kickoff and covering kicks and sprinting down the field and breaking down and doing the things that that uh, we worked on uh, those things showed on film so you know we want to work on us being better uh, to to get to the ultimate prize that uh, that we want ESPN Central Texas In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Rookie Josh Young blasted two home runs in the Rangers' 5 0 win over the Mariners. Game two of that four game series tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Judge is still a home run shy of Roger Maris, but the Yankees beat the Blue Jays 5 2 to claim the championship of the American League East. Over in the National League, the Cardinals took the Central Division title with a 6 2 win over Milwaukee. Hurricane Ian is causing some schedule changes for college football teams. SMU's game at Central Florida has been moved to Sunday at noon. Eastern Washington at Florida has also been moved to Sunday at noon. South Florida hosting Eastern Carolina has been moved to Boca Raton for a noon kickoff on Saturday. South Carolina and South Carolina State will get a jump on everybody and play on Thursday at 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 849, 11 away from 9 o'clock. First of all, I want to ask a question, especially to you, Ward, since uh, you're a Texas Tech guy. Was Texas Tech's win over Texas in Lubbock an upset? Yes. I mean, why? Because they were number 22 in the country or whatever they were. what? 
Well, based off your favorite thing, the AP poll. <laughs> I know, but that was a football team that was five and seven I a year ago. I don't care. It they were in the top twenty five. All right. I'm just like, hang on a second here. Anytime you beat somebody in the top twenty five, you're not in there, it's an upset. Maybe the top twenty five was wrong. Your favorite poll. It's not my favorite poll. It's the only poll. So we read it. We go by it, unfortunately. That's why I'm trying to get this 16-team playoff done. Uh, I was told once that we would never, ever see a playoff in my lifetime. Well, we kind of got an invitational now. We got the NIT going. I'm waiting for the for the true tournament to begin when we get to 16 teams. Do we get to 16 teams? I never say never, but I don't see it. I think once they get to 12 and have a nice little format for 12 and see all the dollars that are rolling in, that it could grow. I wish, it, the, would, the, I wish it would grow to a real playoff. Let's go. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, so anyway, Texas Tech – Stormed the field in, in Jones Stadium in, in Lubbock against uh, when they played when they beat Texas on Saturday. Big Twelve fined them a couple of dollars, didn't they? Yeah, fifty. Fifty thou. Well, Tech's not going to pay it. The City Bank of Lubbock is going to pay it. Mm-hmm. How about that? Is that a uh, is that a new promotion for athletic departments? You too. Can get your name in the paper when, and on radio and television if you'll just pay our fines when, when our fans pour out of the stands when we win a game and it's it's an upset. Maybe. Why not? By the way, what I was, like it. What was Tech's record last year? I'm trying to remember. Were they were they four and eight? Mm, I think that's right. Something something in that neighborhood. Not very good. Texas was five and seven. Fired Matt Wells, what, after five games, six games? Yeah, something like that. Which I know you were upset. No, I wasn't. I'll be honest. (laughs) No, you were were thankful that it it went down that way. Anyway, uh, I I don't know. Uh, Maybe it was an upset. They were seven and six last year. Oh, were they really? Mm. Were they a bowl team? They did play. They played yeah, in the Mississippi yeah, State Liberty they Bowl, did. and they won thirty four seven that game How as well. How about that to get to to that seventh win? How about that? Well, anyway, they had a better record than than Texas last year, right? Yeah, but it was an upset. Anyway, I I don't know. They read home too. Remember they got they got Joey McGuire before the bowl game. That's right. That's right. Uh, now that it's it's all now he didn't coach in the bowl right. game, but, but he, he was, was there. And, he was there, and it was he was recruiting and all that kind of stuff. There was a rejuvenation, no doubt. Hiring coaches and all that fun stuff. Because Baylor went to the Sugar Bowl and they had to kind of revamp how they did some things with uh, some staff changes because some of those guys went to Lubbock with with Joy. Uh anyway, the uh, is it could could we see that? Could that possibly be a piece? To your marketing is, hey, look, uh, this is a, this is a fine, but it's going to draw national attention, and and it has, by the way. Citibank is getting national publicity for paying the fine for Texas Tech. I mean, it's it's on 
it's being talked about on Sports Illustrated and 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 you know the Athletic and and some of all those major sites, and that's free publicity. Yeah, well, not, it's not, not free. free. <laughs> Cost them fifty grand. Yeah, nice. But is it a marketing tool now? It can be. I think it can be. I think it, I think it could be, and it could be fun for you know a major co- company or a corporation to to jump in and come to the aid of the athletic department when they get fined. So anyway, all right, uh, that's going to do it for us. John Morse again coming up at three o'clock this afternoon. He's going to be over at uh, at the Baylor Club, and he'll have Dave Hunsiker from the Oklahoma State broadcast team on the program with him. Matt Mosley from. Uh, over at Baylor Club as well this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Have yourself a great day. We're right back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.